everybody to this episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight. Today, I have with me a colleague, Karima. She is a business development manager at Fortinet. And like me, she's also a diversity ambassador here at Fortinet. Welcome, Karima. Thank you for having me, Branke. My pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure talking to you today. So let's kick it off uh, with a little bit about yourself. Tell us who you are. So I'm Karima, as you said, I'm a colleague of yours, so working at Fortinet for the past three years and a half. Um, I, I started my career back uh, in, 30, uh, in 1991, and I'm a business developer, so I take care of um, uh, AWS as a partner for the cloud security. Um, and um, I'm a woman in IT, I would say, <laughs> which is quite handy for this webcast conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, tell our listeners a little bit about where you live and, um, you know, maybe a little bit about what you enjoy doing in your free time. So I'm from Paris. So um, uh, I enjoy uh, a lot uh, living in the city. I'm a city kind of woman. And, and um, outside IT, what I enjoy doing is a lot of um, uh, different um, uh, sport practices, but mostly running. And I also enjoy traveling, which is also handy in my professional work as I cover EMEA from a regional standpoint. I'm very fond of, uh, you know, diversity and meet up and socialize and, and, and travel. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I know that you're very passionate about diversity and we'll talk a bit about that a little later. But before we do that, we mentioned that you are a business development manager and maybe you'd like to explain what that is and what you do. Yes, with pleasure. Uh, business development is, um, is an interesting title. And like uh, any other job in the IT, it, um, it needs to be described because depending on the organization, um, it's, it's, it covers very, very different uh, roles. So my role is to develop ecosystem partnership. So um, develop revenue, but also grow the awareness of Fortinet security solution towards uh, AWS customers, AWS as a partner, and AWS partners themselves. So that's a broad, broad, uh, let's say, topic. And of course, business development is about growing new revenue thread with new solutions. So in our case at Fortinet, it's a security uh, reinforcement of, of customers that are moving to the clouds. And in my role, I have I would say two key um, two key uh, responsibilities: develop, of course, AWS appetite for Fortinet and their knowledge related to Fortinet security, but also, of course, develop customers' uh, revenue and um, knowledge about them not being fully protected by uh, AWS native security mm -hmm. services. So you can protect them better with a, a better together story with Fortinet and AWS together. I see. You already, yes, it does make sense for me, at least, because, of course, I know a little bit about what you do. And you mentioned that you travel a lot and that you're um, responsible for the whole EMEA region. Um, but what I understand is also you also do a lot of um, evangelizing and you probably also, you know, train customers on or at least give workshops and things like that. Is that correct? Actually, I'm not in a technical role, so I I do workshop, but I, I explain mostly what are what is it uh, between 
uh, AWS and Fortinet that make us partners because it's not obvious. So I do a lot of evangelization towards uh, a population like customers, partners, and uh, our own sales uh, team organization, um, explaining what we call uh, the stickiness and the security solution uh, enhanced together with AWS uh, solution like EC2, mm -hmm. S3, and um, and other uh, ITAS uh, services. So um, it sounds really interesting, but tell me what you enjoy about this role that you have. So um, the, the thing I enjoy the most uh, in my job is uh, to be sure that I develop new uh, markets as well as identify new stakeholders and um, being able to cover multiple vertical sectors. So um, in a nutshell, I guess uh, there's a lot of um, discovery process and a lot of um, uh, creation of new contacts, uh, mm -hmm. which I love the most. Obviously, uh, in any job, there's things you enjoy doing and things that are a bit uh, more difficult, let's yeah. say, or not my comfort zone. What I really enjoy the most is to uh, be able to develop uh, all the relationship with uh, the AWS ISM, so the people that are taking care mm -hmm. of Artinet across the geo because uh, we have lively surrounding, as you know, and as Fortinet is growing, AWS is growing as well. And I'm meeting a lot of new uh, stakeholders every every month. What I enjoy doing the most is new, new, new meetup, new, um, new evangelization, new conversation, let's say. So I think what you're what you're saying is that you enjoy meeting new people and you enjoy the communication and and getting to know um, you know new contacts and and working with them and I'm wondering if you look at the skills that you need in the job that you have which are those that you think are the most important for your job I think I think one of the most important is to be curious and uh, not to fear that you're not skilled enough in knowledge about what I call technical acumen or understanding. Uh, in my role, what's primarily important is to get uh, a global understanding of technology, obviously, but I don't need to be uh, strictly speaking an AWS specialist, for example, even though, of course, because of my role, I get trained on the AWS as well, because it's my number one customer and partner, let's say. Um, so I would say uh, what I found very passionating about my job is the learning curve, but mm -hmm. also I think you need first curiosity and willing to, uh, feeling comfortable with the somehow complexity. I, I mean, someone who says, I want to talk with the same person every day and craft some, um, uh, some specific uh, needs that are the same every day, it wouldn't work. So it's appetite for learning and appetite for uh, adapting to new spaces. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's actually a very good point. And you, you mentioned curiosity and the willingness to learn. And I think if you go into tech or into IT, that is two of the most important things you should bring. And um, which brings me to the next question. How did you become a woman in tech? What was your story? What was your educational background? What did you do before you came to Fortinet? 
So that's an interesting one. And it takes me in my past. So I'm going to, to be a, a young woman again. Uh, Thank you for that. <laughs> so uh, you asked uh, about my background and where I, I grown up and stuff. I, I, I'm born in Lyon. I live now in Paris. I've developed nearly my entire car career in Paris outside the London and of course the travel bit, but um, I spent most of my time developing my career here. And what got me here is typically uh, IT. So how did I became a, a woman in IT? Uh, I, I, I went, um, I left Lyon when I was uh, 20. Uh, unfortunately, my father died very early and I was seeking for a position. I couldn't find any suitable opportunity in my hometown. So I came here in Paris and Let's say that uh, due to <laughs> financial constraints, and um, I wouldn't say luck, I hope fate makes sense for everybody. <laughs> I've uh, started my career within a company called Cabletron System, and it happened to be in the networking area. And funnily enough, I'm, um, I'm someone, I believe I've told you that before, I love to read, I love to talk, I love, yeah. So people would, probably put me in the bucket of sociable people, not technical, nothing like that. But with Cabletron System for six years, I had a ball. I, I started learning uh, everything about uh, local area network and developed some, of course, training to, to be able to do my job in sales. Huh? I, was, I started as a telemarketer and um, the, you know, how it goes, the business grows, interest was there. And I moved every year from a, uh, one role to the other in sales, uh, and then move to uh, a field sales, uh, looking after customers in the territory account, and then to big enterprise selling more complex solution. And that, that's where it's, it started and uh, actually still ongoing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so interesting. That means that you did not, it's, it's not like you chose as a young woman, you, want, you were interested in tech and you wanted to go into tech because I feel that's the big difference between a lot of women who are in tech now and men. A lot of men already knew very early in their lives that they wanted to go into tech. They went to some technical school and then they went to university, studied computer science. But I talked to a lot of women and a lot of these women just kind of uh, came into tech by chance and found out it interested them. And what I really find interesting about that is that all of these women, they learn nearly everything they need uh, to be successful on the job. Yeah. So I guess this is also true for you. Everything you are using now, you somehow acquired after you left school, right? Exactly. That's why the, the other thing I, I love in this uh, kind of rule is um, it changed my way of uh, looking at things, even though I was not uh, shy. Um, I'm just thinking a lot of uh, people and women in particular think that they need to get everything at hand, but it's not the way life goes. You see, you said something very true. I never expected to develop my career in tech because I thought very uh, basically that I was not too happy with, um, uh, with uh, mathematics, but I was happy to get some money from what I do, right? So, but then <laughs> I, I discovered an entire world. And I, I, I've been always since fascinated, even with the things I don't understand, but uh, working in a career is not about everything you know, it's about adapting and learning, I guess, what you miss to do your, your job nicely. 
so that's a bit different. And it was a very, a very good surprise for me, actually. I, I never thought I would embrace a career in IT. And I often put it to, to the people, uh, young people in particular, that who, who would like to know the future? You never know before trying. Very true, very true. And I love how you said you discovered an entirely new world. And I think that is true for so many of us. When we went into IT, we discovered this whole new um, area and this whole new world with all these interesting things. And um, so you've been a woman in tech for quite a while now, just like I have. So, um, And you're also very passionate about diversity in tech. Can you tell me a little bit about why that is a topic for you? Yes, of course, Franke, I'm happy to. So the passion, I think, comes from uh, both worlds. So my personal background and, of course, the things I've been facing within my past at different employers and still sometimes uh, face in a day-to-day -day situation. Uh, so from a personal standpoint, I think it's uh, because in my, I think it's in, in my DNA, but I've been very early on due to my father last, Uh, thinking about, you know, women and careers, because my mom was a non-working mom, so she never worked. So you see, when you lose your husband, uh, still you, you have first to think about incomes, right? So that's one. Second, uh, my, my mom in particular never went to an education degree. So I just thought, first of all, you need to make uh, education and uh, work for yourself to to have a sustainable future. And that, that is my number one uh, advice to anyone. And third, um, my parents are um, from uh, foreigners in, in France. I mean, at, at this time, actually, my mom is still, which, which I'm surprised because she spent all her life here, but she, she's still uh, talking her native language uh, often, and uh, she's Algerian. And I just thought for me, diversity is an obvious social need. And of course, embracing a career and a, a fruitful one is an obvious one as well as raised in France from foreigners' uh, parents with a, a very big uh, ambition goal somehow to, to enhance your lifestyle, but also to adapt and develop. And I'm um, a very big supporter of uh, inclusivity for sure because the world changes every day. Yeah. So I think it's... Um... For people like us, diversity is a, not just a social, but it's also a, a personal topic, I guess, because like me, you're when you go into a room in, in like a technical setting, you're probably the only one. So you're most often the only woman. And then also, as you said, your parents are immigrants and you're, you're a foreigner, you know, or people perceive you as a foreigner and they do perceive me as a foreigner as well, even though I'm not and you're not. But you're kind of always a little bit the odd one out, right? So we really know what it means not to be part of the mainstream and how important it is to feel included and at home somewhere, right? Yeah, I think I understand where, what you mean. Um, uh, of course, uh, less and less often I feel the odd one because I've worked on myself. But initially, I was only, when, young, when I, I started, I felt always like, okay, I'm the only woman in the room and then I'm the only Karima in the room. And then uh, of course things are developing in a way, in a positive way, especially in international culture like IT. You meet a lot of different uh, 
faces. Women is still a topic for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, then um, in France, uh, in France gathering, you might think people are open, but it depends. Of course, everything is variable. So yes, the odd thing is something you get used to, and then you build up the the thing that comes with it, like not um, hiding and just. Mm -hmm. uh, just discussing whatever comes to the mind of people that have no idea of diversity and comes up sometimes with comments that feel a bit strange or whatever. And um, uh, uh, of course, I thought a lot of it because I had experiences where I've been sometimes emotional, getting frustrated, feeling like people wanted to, to push me out or somewhere near to the door or whatever. And I just thought, yeah, no. This is my space as well. And I think that's so important. And I'm glad that you mentioned that it has is changing. And I and I think we all experience that tech has become more diverse in the last 15 years, and there are a few more women. And um, the world as a whole is changing. But I still think um, we have to work on diversity. And that's why both of you, uh, you and me are diversity ambassadors. And we also need role models. And that's why I'm talking to you because I feel that women like you who stand up and, you know, who just, you know, um, emphasize the fact that they belong into tech um, are role models for those women who come after us. And coming to that, um, my final question on the podcast is usually, so if you think of these young women coming after us or even, you know, all the young talent, young diverse talent, what would you recommend them? Is there any tip or any motto that you would like to share? Yeah, definitely at least one motto. Um, uh, I would say um, never preconceive of your future or never get uh, a limiting uh, concern because you, you're not knowing yourself what you're capable of doing before doing it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does that it is a very good tip yes it does absolutely yeah because um you never know what will happen that's one thing and the other thing is you have to try to find out what you're really capable of you know so often we underestimate ourselves exactly exactly it's typically you know the sport uh, mojo if you don't try it you can't <laughs> impress yourself you just try it and you <laughs> might like it <laughs> yes, exactly. So thank you for that. That's a very good um, recommendation motto to give young people always try first and then, you know, decide if it's for you or not before making a decision. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on my podcast and talking about your story. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you, Karima. Likewise, my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Ronke. <laughs>